welcome to episode six. Last one. Week, I mean, season one. Season yeah. one. Week six. Yeah. Episode six. six. Episode six. Season one season of The one. Conversation, The Life of Joseph. Man, put something in the chat, like, amen, something. If you got a lot out of this, we are wrapping up. Hey, don't worry. Season two, we just got renewed for season two wow. on Amazon Prime. Wow. I did not. That's not, that's, that's, I can't confirm that because that's not actually I have true. been prophesying that we would get picked up by a major network. Yep. Disney Plus picked us up. Oh, nice. Well, and that's so also we're excited. not true. I don't know if we can say brand It's not true. Them, it's not yeah. true, love but it. I got to speak it. You know? Hey, yeah. That, I love that. But we can't get into... <laughs> Episode six, no. season one, mm -hmm. without diverting to the fact that my co-host, Kendall Haley, oh. Oh. got his driver's Woo! license. Come on. He drove, I drove, drove to here. have episode mm -hmm. six of the conversation. Yes, in the Prius. In, hybrid. In the Prius. Environmentally friendly. Gas mileage. It's this is great. Fire. How does it feel to have a driver's license? It feels great. It's feel Freedom good. is You like, feel free? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know well, yeah, wait till we're out of COVID, too. You won't even know yourself. Are you like, are you still like no. 10 and oh, no. 2? No. Or are you like, are I'm you leaning straight down? Straight 12, one hand out the window. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, that's okay. great. Your parents aren't watching that. Oh, like, I mean. Oh, give us the call. And I, not, we're celebrating you, man, but we might as well. My other co-host, yeah. Elise Murphy, also has her driver's I license. I also do. I drove here as well, guys. Yeah, um, so, nice. so thank you so much. I don't want you to not get thank you. equal appreciate attention. And ladies and gentlemen, the other co-host, Julian also drove here as well in your Lexus. I was Actually, driven. I drove next to you. I was driven. Why you gotta say that my car? Like, why did? Because like, it's like a, it's it's a great nice. car. It's yeah. smooth. Listen. Two ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, why did you? For all the people, because people don't want me to have a nice car because I'm a pastor. Well, I think that you should have a nice car first of all. I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. drove next to you. I'm just kidding. I don't. I get irrationally excited when I see people on the road that I know when I'm driving. Do you do that? No. That's not a good thing. Yes, it is. No, I get so excited. Get, I'm like, hi. And you for sure, I, I definitely swear. You're already not. I, well, well. A talented driver. I don't know. First of all, you haven't driven with me. You don't know yeah. my life. Yep. But I just get, there's just so much happening in the world that I want to pay attention to. Mm. Sometimes when I'm doing 10 and 2, I like look over. But like I've, I've never crap. Well, that's not true. No. We should move on. Yeah, really we should quickly. move on. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 6. Hey guys, the life of this has been crazy for me. I've gotten so much out of this. Yeah. And I was telling the team the other day, I was like, I hope people are getting uh, something out of it because I like it so much. I'm going to keep doing it. Just Joseph. Yeah, I mean, just, just keep doing the conversation. Yeah, like, I think this so. This is what I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like I really love talking about the Word of God and the Bible. And and my goal would be that obviously if you have a, a great communicator, somebody that you enjoy. I'm assuming that people enjoy watching me preach, or they wouldn't do it. But I think so many times it can divert you from your ability mm. to be able to sit down with the Word of God, talk about the Word of God with your family and your yeah. friends. And so we want to promote uh, and model what those conversations can look like and then also give you revelation that comes through mm. conversation because things come up totally. that wouldn't come up in a sermon you know, so context. True. And so this has been crazy because I've realized uh, all that happened with Joseph, so much of that has the potential to happen um, with me and all of us if we do the same things. And, you know, um, since it's our last episode, obviously you hopefully know that Joseph had a dream and the dream played out in a nightmare, if really you did. will, you know. And I think that um, when God gives us a dream, the middle can get really tough. And you see all these things and Joseph, you know, uh, 
went to was in a pit, got rescued out of pit, got put in slavery, got accused of a crime he didn't commit, was in prison, and everywhere he went, God gave him favor mm. and elevated him to a place of influence where he was. And I think so many times I've thought that the place of influence I need to be is not where I am, yeah, but but where I want to go, somewhere like in certain, yeah. somewhere else, yeah, yeah. and it's where you are, yeah. And not, if it wasn't just that, then he had to actually be in charge of the grain. He ended up being Pharaoh's assistant, and right. God blew him up there. And now he's second in command over all of yeah. Egypt. And um, now his brothers show up. They don't have any grain. His brothers show up from the land of Canaan, which is interesting because that's the land of promise. And then they come over right. to the land where slavery would yeah. begin for 400 years. And Joseph has to take care of them, forgive them, says something powerful that we wow. talked about last week that, mm -hmm. man, you didn't put me here, God did, yeah. which is right. scary. Um, and then now his father in, in Genesis 46 is, is coming and, um, and, and he has to restore everything with his father. He's yeah. going to see his father. Mm -hmm. um, what I am finding when I read Genesis chapter 46, and this is a thing that I kind of want to yeah. lean into as we mm -hmm. start, is um, I have a problem. Strong start. Oh, yeah. I have a problem with We're going to start this off negative. <laughs> We need a little negativity in this season. We do. We, don't, we have too much positivity. I have a problem with Pharaoh. Oh. Like when I was reading this. Interesting. I try to read the Bible. And, and since I know God's word is infallible. Right. Like that word. God's word is infallible. God's word is perfect. Mm -hmm. God is awesome. Mm -hmm. We love that. I get all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what helps me grow when I read the Bible is when I have issues with scripture and I challenge something, right. and then God has to speak to me about yeah. what I have a problem with. And I have a problem with Pharaoh. Why? Because Pharaoh is the one in this passage of Scripture that seems to benefit the most right. from Joseph's dream. Mm. Interesting. I mean, we get to the end of this story of Joseph. Pharaoh has all the money. Right. The people run out of money, and they have to give their livestock. Mm-hmm. Right? They run out of livestock to give Pharaoh for the grain, and then they give themselves, and they end up in slavery. Right. Mm. So, so I want you to catch this. So, so Pharaoh got all the money, because at first they were buying the grain. Mm -hmm. right. Then when they ran out of money, they had to give Pharaoh all the livestock. Right. Then when they ran out of livestock, they had to give Pharaoh themselves. So the most profitable Pharaoh became mm -hmm. was when he realized that by withholding something that they needed, Right, they would become. He would own not just the the money and the grant, the but the people. people. Right, yeah. And he got Joseph. And he got. Joseph. And Joseph gave him all that. And Joseph gave him right. all that. Interesting. So, I'm looking at like Pharaoh seemed to benefit from Joseph's dream, and Pharaoh never once. You don't see like Genesis 46. Pharaoh puts Joseph aside. Man, my guy. My guy. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, much, bro. Right. You have been crushing it. Like, talk about grain. Yeah. Like, like you know, remember Jay-Z used to give the Rockefeller chain? Yes. Like, I wanted to have the moment where Pharaoh gave yep. Joseph the grain chain. And he's like chain swinging, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of that. I wish that was in the, uh, this is why you gotta, you've gotta write a version of the Bible, Julian. I need Julian. It just never happened. Oh, right. So why would God give Joseph a dream that would affect ultimately a person that right. doesn't follow God? Right. And it seems that Joseph got to have wow. all the pain and Pharaoh got all the profit. Mm -hmm. mm. I had an issue with that this week as, as I was closing. And I guess my question to you is, why in the world? Right. I don't understand this about, and we start using big church words, God's sovereign. 
Oh, yeah, he's majestic. <laughs> I all I know all that. Mine but I'm in pain right now. Like worship songs. And why do other people get the profit? Yeah. Off of our pain, and how do you reconcile that as a believer? Wow. That you can be in pain, and your mm. pain might bring profit or blessing to another person, and they may never acknowledge mm. it. You don't get the chain. Like, how do you reconcile that God would do that? Um, it's honestly, I I do it regularly. It's not like a one-time thing for me. Maybe someone's been able to reconcile it and now the truth of it, they're just like living their best life, second in command. But for me, I had the same kind of thing. I've never actually seen that before with Ferris. That's super interesting to me. But it is that feeling of, wait a second, Joseph's the one who the story's about in a sense. Uh, He's the one that went through all of the pit, prison, all the things. And Pharaoh gets to have that. But Joseph was the favor. So everywhere Joseph went, there was favor. So if I'm somewhere and I'm bringing favor, why can't I be in charge? And I wonder, I wonder if it's maybe God saying, if I was to have you in charge, would you still come to me? Or would there be still things that we have to trust with God? Because maybe if Joseph was in charge, he would have done some things differently. Like, I don't know, maybe he would have viewed his brothers differently. Maybe there would have been an ounce of like, I can do, and he, he had a lot of power, but I don't know if there's maybe God's still saying like, are you prepared to submit to that and have it? His dad had a limp, Jacob walked with a limp. Maybe this was Joseph's limp. Maybe we all have something that's like, yes, I've been through it. Yes, this, this is the dream come true. And there is always someone we don't understand because can we trust God with that? I think the thing for me is I got told a while ago that no one gets to skip the process and everyone has a process that God puts them through. Sometimes we put ourselves through. I've done both regularly. Like there are situations I put myself in that I'm like, oops, my bad. Now I have to process. But I think the thing I trust God with is that no one gets to skip the process. And by that, I mean what Joseph went through, everyone has to go through that. We decide if we go through it on maybe this side of eternity or if we deal with God with that later for not doing that. But because sometimes I can't reconcile it. So the way I do is I say, okay, God, I feel like no one gets to skip the process. So I'm, as for me and my life, I'm gonna commit to the process. I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna do what you've done. And at the end of the day, when I have a problem with, the favor that I'm bringing to someone else, I really am saying I have a favor with not being validated for that. Right, oh, I get that. And I guess my question is, do we come up with like biblical theology or views that help us get through something that's not true? Because you just said, for example, no one can skip the process. But it's not in the Bible. Pharaoh skipped it. Where was his process? I see well, no we, pit, we, No, I but see it's no not prison. in the Bible, but we don't know that he didn't have a process. We don't know about his life. We don't know that he did. For sure. So I just feel like, for me, I'm watching people skip the process. When when what I deem to be blessing, I'm watching people skip it. I don't know what their process is, but I don't know that it was mine. So I think for you, I'm just saying like, Mm. so so if 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 Kendall moves his way up and Kendall, Mm -hmm. you know, he talks a lot about some of his friends that he goes to school with that are wealthy. There was a process for him to get in the school that he went to that didn't have anything to do with his parents being alumni, that didn't have anything. Right. So mm. there are players on your t- basketball team who are skipping the process because Absolutely. their older brother or their, they got some things. So I'm saying, have you seen people skip the process? Definitely. 
Definitely. Or at least the process that you're going through. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I feel like everybody has some sort of a process. But I think in terms of the story that we're going through right now is I look at it as Joseph has what Pharaoh doesn't. Joseph has God. Joseph has Jesus. Joseph understands what's, what, who God, he, God the Father yeah. is. Like, Pharaoh doesn't have that. You have to yeah, understand that Joseph, based off of right now, is, is going to heaven. He's going to have eternal life. And Pharaoh's stuck in, in this place where he's in, enslaving people and doing all these harsh things, which he thinks is amazing. And I have all right. this power. But, you know, we only live for however long. And then we yep. have to, we die of some sort. It's like, it's not a, a we, everybody dies, no matter what, right? And so if we th- look at this story, it's like, Joseph is prepared to die right now because he has God. Pharaoh, if he dies, man, so good luck. So long, yeah. so live. That's the Pharaoh. such a good point because Joseph did have something Pharaoh didn't have. He'd experienced God in a way that Pharaoh never, never would. Did. Yeah. Yes. So I'm saying what we call process. I wonder if it's you can skip the process. You can't skip how it ends because to this day there is no Pharaoh. Right. And we would be considered descendants of Joseph. So that whole system that he spent hundreds of years building, Pharaoh doesn't exist today. But the system that God created right, through Joseph it does. does. So maybe it's time. Yeah. I think for me, you know, I was more wrestling with this idea that as I was closing it out, I was, wait, what? You know, yeah. Pharaoh's, because this right, is, right, right. if y'all are watching and you read through the whole thing, Jacob goes to Egypt, dies in Egypt. They got to carry his bones out of Egypt. Joseph gives, makes Pharaoh all this money. They all die. And then the Pharaoh after that doesn't remember, remember anything. Joseph yeah. doesn't remember Joseph mm-hmm. or his. And so all of those people lost ended up sense. enslaved yeah. for 400 years. And I'm just like, wow, well, what happened to Pharaoh? And I think people read the Bible. And, and I say this, this angle because we actually, I actually just recently talked to someone a little while ago, just several minutes ago, who cannot reconcile why God would allow a bad experience. Mm. And so the moment that they get in a bad spirit experience, their life becomes getting God to move on their behalf to get out of that experience yeah. instead of God using that experience to bless someone else. Yeah. And I think it's a very hard concept. Yeah. And I think for, for people that who are preachers or communicators or you grew up with Jesus right. to some degree, I think we can bypass that really tough, you know, pill, if you will, to swallow, Totally. that yeah. Pharaoh didn't seem to suffer the way that Joseph did, and yet Pharaoh benefited from all of Joseph's suffering. And I don't know, for me, until I am ready for a Pharaoh to benefit from my suffering, am I even ready for the type of favor that Joseph had? Wow. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I'm just, this is what I'm on right now. Yeah. Man. Like, I, I had to take a break off it. Of, Instagram for like, I'm, I'm going to try to do a month because there are too many people that I feel, oh my God, you, like, are you, are you serious? You know, like, or you see a post, are you serious? Or you don't see one? Yeah. You're like, are you serious? And I'm like, I felt like, okay, I have to take a break right. because yeah, I'm seeing that. what I feel people are benefiting from, you know, pain, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't understand how God would allow people to do that. And I, and I feel like I want to kind of help hopefully through this final conversation, um, help people, you know, not just go through the process, 
but process the fact that that has to be their process. And I think mm. people are struggling with that. What might I it look like struggling. right now if, if someone's like, what, what would that look like for me if they're going through seeing somebody else, like maybe some practical examples, like Instagram's one of them, but like if you're at a job or um, like what would that look like for people to be able to recognize in their own life? I think, I think Kendall said it. What's important to you? What Joseph had. So what are, what are the three things that are most important to you in your life? God, family, friends. Okay. So if those things are the most important to him, right? And God's number one, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I think we have too many things that are important to us that we can lose in our process because process equals loss, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm, I'm more saying yeah. that if for me, what I have, a practical thing for me is less things have to become, too many things are important. Right. You know, that person I talked to earlier, whatever that thing was is so important. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking, dude, are you, do you understand all the things that you're going to achieve what God has for you? And you are, that's your, your level of. That's your goal. Right. Yeah. That's your goal. Like, right. And so whether we put, when we live to LA, everybody moves to LA, not to get closer to God, but to get closer to a dream. Right. And do you know how many people? Wow. That's good. They say 30% of LA turns over every year of people going back home. Wow. Oh, without the year. dream. Wow. So we're talking about a dream, and 30% of L.A. move back to where they came from without what they moved here to get. So that means 30%. And maybe some of them thought that it was God's plan for their life. But you kind of said it before. It's elusive. What is that thing? What's the favor? Is it experiencing God in a way that no one can take away from you, or is it things? What does that look like? Because if yeah. it's experiencing what God's given you, then Joseph did have it. He did have the thing that Pharaoh couldn't get. If it's the things, the promotions, the money, the grain, the authority, then sure, his favor was elusive. But I've just, I keep realizing every time I think I'm going to get the dream, I'm walking in something I used to dream about and I'm looking at the next thing. Like, yeah, but mm. that's not real. When I really get this or when I get invited to that or when I get this, then that's the dream. But that's so, that's never accomplishable. Is that a word? No. Okay, love it. But it was a very big one. It was great. It's e e able to be accomplished. Do you know what I mean though? Mm -hmm. So what's the dream? I, I think the dream is, looking at this whole story, is the real dream is to be plugged into the source so that you can be a resource. Say that again. I, he just says it like it's I mean, like it's, a it's, chill, it's, like. Dude. The real dream so is to be plugged into a source so that you can be a resource. Mm. Not even to be a resource, because most people say they want to help people. But helping people is exhausting oh. if you're not a source. Because guess what? If you help people and you're a resource without the source, dry, empty. Then, yeah. then people do not give you back what you've resourced them. That is right. so true. They don't thank you. Yep. They don't. And in, in the Christian, what you're supposed to, right? right. So if you're a Christian... Like, uh, this is going to sound bad, but... Just do it. Hopefully okay, my do it later. I won't even say the name. Right. There's someone in my life. Okay. Love it. She's Australian. That's related She's to blonde. me. Okay, good. Cool, cool, cool. Let's just say they're closely related. <laughs> and let's just say they've spent some time in jail. Okay. I remember... That's not me. A few years ago, maybe some years ago, they spent some time in jail. You know, and when you go to jail... <laughs> I know who this is. There's something called... Put, so you, you do something called... Put, I'm going to educate y'all and go into the, to mm -hmm. jail. 
Thank you. You put money on their person's book, yeah, on the yeah, person's yeah. books. So the books is, they have a prison account that's ran by the prison, mm -hmm. and I can put money in that prison account, and they can go get some Cheetos and do some stuff from the commissary mm -hmm. so they don't have to eat the nasty prison food. Right, right, right. So then you put, I would put money on this per said person's books. And when they got out, they had like $40 left on their books that they didn't spend in prison. They get out, they take their girlfriend to Denny's, and when I talked to her, she was bawling. And Sad? It, like happy tears. Oh, gratitude. Because he spent the last $40 wow. like, of his book money on Denny's. And I was thinking like, wow. That's great. That's fire. But wait but, a minute. <laughs> but wait a minute. How did you get to that place? Right. You tried to take Christine Where you were Danny's? so appreciative. <laughs> How'd you get to that place? Right. Where you were appreciative because your expectations were so low. Wow. Your appreciation was able to go up. So what I'm saying is, as Joseph, he was expected by Pharaoh to do. That's, you have God's right. favor. So I'm saying, for me... I think what I'm, what I'm suggesting is that we have to be so plugged into the source that we don't need people's appreciation to go up for what we do right. because it's not us. Mm -hmm. And I think that if any of it is us, right. if Joseph, how did Joseph do that? This is like, y'all going on a journey with me, man, because I read this. I'm like, how did Joseph right. work for Pharaoh in yeah. this way? And he never once complained about Pharaoh. He never once went to God. I'm like, really, God? Why does he get all the money? Why does he? Because Joseph didn't think it was him. He mm. knew it was God. Right. He, he even said that. He knew it was God. Yeah. And do you think, again, this is more of a question, do you think it's because he's also experienced the pit and being falsely accused and the prison and being forgotten? Like sometimes when you've been through it, I will appreciate a healthy marriage more now having been through something that was horrible because of what I've been through. I appreciate healthy friendships now because of some of the unhealthy friendships I've experienced. Mm. Do you think sometimes we can have a better appreciation for God's promises because we've been through the pit and the prison? It depends, because I will say, even in the language, the pit and, and the prison, Still. he knows what it felt like to be forgotten. Right. The reality is that's what it was like to be remembered because God used that to get him, him to there. the place. Right, right, right. So oh, for God, me, I can't. I, so I, can't. For me, I just corrected your whole theology. I can't! So what I'm saying to you is, this is my question, mm -hmm. right? Are you, are you taking something, have you ever had something that maybe, what it, like you felt forgotten by it, but looking back on it, it was favor. Wow. Looking back, back on, on it, it was being remembered, not right. forgotten. The most painful part, thing that ever happened in my life, looking back on it, that activated everything, everything. I'm doing and now. And in the moment, wow. it, you thought you were forgotten. And you said this to me, uh, and I think you said on the last episode as well, but people are actually doing me a favor when they dishonor me because I know God sees it and it increases my favor. Yeah. Remember we talked about it, it's like the yeah. Mario race when you go, right. like that, that booster Boost. thing. And so I wonder if maybe Joseph had just experienced God's favor so much that he realized, oh, it doesn't matter if Pharaoh forgets me because I've been forgotten before. God's got it. The, the baker forgot him. The cupbearer forgot him. Yeah. Pharaoh forgot him. It literally says everyone forgot Joseph, literally. but it was God. So I guess I'm asking you, looking back, is there a situation, bro, where you're <laughs> like, man, in that moment, that was terrible. But looking right. back, that's how it got me to where I'm at. I mean, right there's a few that I can remember, but I think the one that sticks out for me the most is is when like, 
I got into a situation with a friend that didn't go well, and so we kind of separated ways. But now he turns out to be my best friend. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like that separation between us now made our relationship so much stronger because we understood how much, not we relied on each other, because right. we, we shouldn't really rely on anybody, but how much what they did in our lives that, that was so valuable, so needed, you know? And I think that that's for me is like the one that sticks out the most. Yeah, and I think like looking through this whole story, it's like, man, all of Joseph's experiences other than getting the coat were terrible. Horrible. And at the end, where is the coat? It's not like at the end of the dream he has the coat and like he's handing out grain. The coat is somewhere with blood on it. But that good thing that he got that no one else had and, and the fight over that is what activated his all of the, it was the pit Everything. that put him in that position, yeah. not the coat. And I think for me, wow. I, I had this thought where when wow. he got the coat, I wonder if he's like, dude, I'm getting close. Like totally. I thought I had this dream, pops just hit me with this coat. Ooh, right. Everybody's about to bow. And then when he's in the prison for, or, and forgotten, he was closer than when he was. You're when he right, got you the get coat. a coat, yeah. You know what I mean? And now his whole family is literally going to survive. Here's what's crazy. Without Joseph being there, Israel, all of Israel dies. Yeah, the whole nation. The whole, everybody. Joseph would have been dead had he been alive. Mm. Had, had he not been not, thrown in the pit, yeah, right, right. he would have been dead. Yeah. Because who would have been able, who would have been, he, this is crazy. I'm gonna just break this down. This right. is, y'all gonna be like, you probably wanna take out a notepad. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm about to... Go ahead. Put like it in the, the chat. Holy, I feel like the Holy Spirit... Comment below. Like, if you look at the end of Genesis 46, and this is something that I want to like lean into as, as we close, because I feel like this is going to help somebody. I know. We haven't even read the scripture yet. No, jeez. No, we talked about the whole passage. It's like we had a conversation. It's so weird. About the passage. Yeah, I love it. So, hey, like, I feel like you're just... Ready for it. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm so ready, ready for it. I'm so ready for it. Genesis 46, verse 33 says this. This is Joseph talking to his family. Then he said, when Pharaoh calls for you and asks you about your op occupation, you must tell him, we, your servants, have raised livestock all of our lives, as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he will let you live here in the region of Goshen, for the Egyptians despise shepherds. Mm. I was confused on that, too. You was confused? Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Break it down. So... Joseph was a shepherd, mm -hmm. right? Jacob was a shepherd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joseph's whole family were shepherds, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. When Joseph got the coat of many colors, mm -hmm. he was elevated to the position of being in charge of the shepherds. If you go back in the beginning, because remember it says he went to go check on his brothers to yeah. see how they were caring for the flock. Right. Yeah. So even back then, Joseph was put in a position of Fire. chief. Right authority shepherd but what God knew is that there was a famine coming to Israel and to Egypt was so severe that his role as a shepherd would have meant nothing to Pharaoh had Joseph and Jacob and his whole family gone to Egypt as shepherds they would not have gotten any grain no. because Egyptians despise shepherds they would right. have said wow. let them die so then he basically had to demote Joseph from being the chief shepherd, putting him in a pit 
so that when the shepherd showed up, Joseph had a position in Egypt right. that Pharaoh recognized. God loved the shepherd. Pharaoh hated him. So here's the crazy thing. Oh. I'm telling you right now, if you really want God's favor to be on your life like Joseph, you have to be willing to take a position that heaven, hate, that, that heaven loves but people hate. Yeah. And we never want to serve in positions that people hate because mm -hmm. I won't get promoted. I won't. He literally, God moved him from a shepherd. He had to tell his family, don't tell him your shepherds or they, they're not going to yeah. roll with you. Because at one time for Joseph, with the coat, he was put over the sheep's lives, like their well-being. But God knew, I'm going to demote you so that over here, I'm putting you over the lives of your brothers to make sure they Does don't that sound die. Right. Same thing with David. David wow. was over the sheep. God put him over people. So Jeez. in that... Right. And nobody cared about David when he was over the shepherds. No. So I'm just saying, man, I'm telling you, there's this thing where I really and, and, I, and I don't want to preach my whole message this weekend. But all increase begins with decrease. Yeah. Mm. With something wow. that feels like you're going backwards. Right. If you're really moving forward in what God has for you, there, there's something. So we had to have a conversation with them because he said, hey, they despise shepherds. So make sure you don't tell them that you're a shepherd or you're not going to be able to settle. Wow. In, in the land, right? Dude. Or, well, watch this. Later. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boop, boop. Hold on. That? Dude, man. Buckle up. Buckle up. Oh, I don't have that printed. In the next chapter. Oh, love that for us. It's all good. In the next chapter, Did right? You yeah. No, I, I, I got to memorize. We got to get it memorize. out. Okay, okay. I got to memorize. In the oh, next no. chapter, if you go to Genesis 47, uh -huh. They actually do tell Pharaoh that they're shepherds. Oh, wow. So they're so proud of it, they go, hey. Wait, that's <laughs> Now think about this. Joseph is like, hey guys, don't tell him. Don't yeah. tell him you're shepherds. Genesis 47, <laughs> hey, we're all shepherds. <laughs> it's like the person who can't keep a secret. We're all really shepherds. And, and you hey, notice he said, don't tell him you're shepherds because he won't let you in the land of Goshen. They go up, we're all shepherds, and Pharaoh says, let him settle in the land of Goshen. Yeah, you shouldn't tell people Gives that. it to him anyway. <laughs> right. Gives it to him anyway. So even what Joseph thought would stop his favor, did his family didn't stop. Woo! Wow, wow, Come on, wow. and y'all can go ahead and clap. Goodness and I don't know, gracious. camera people, y'all can go ahead and clap. Yeah. For real, dude. Joseph, oh my God. I feel like standing up. Because he got to come to a full circle moment where he was actually trying to protect his brothers. He, he didn't know how so much, much favor he had. Oh my god. So he gosh. was like, I have so much favor. Here's the one thing that will break my favor. And God was like, look at this. Nope. The one thing that will break my favor is if you tell Pharaoh your that shepherds. you're shepherds. I've been here for years. Egyptians hate shepherds. You will not be living in the land of Goshen, which was the best land in Egypt. Pops, this is so funny to me. You gotta read Genesis 47. Pop shows up, me and my whole family are shepherds. He was shepherds. <laughs> I, in that moment. Can you imagine Joseph? Guys, the one thing. Like, one like thing. I would have been like, in that moment, he goes, hey, me and the whole family. We're shepherds. We take care of livestock. He said, only tell them you take care of animals. Don't tell them you're shepherds. They show up, we take care hey. of anim animals, <laughs> for we're shepherds. Gosh. And Pharaoh goes, let them live in the land of Goshen. Gives them the exact same thing that Joseph thought would, would stop them out. from having it. So even Joseph didn't know how much favor he had. Yeah. So, so many times, I I, I, what I'm saying in, in, as we close, so many times we think there is something about us. There is something 
about you that if somebody found out, all the favor stops. Oh my Because we gosh. know God accepts it, but since you won't, there's no way I can let you know about that. Mm. Mm. Like this part of who I am, if people knew about that, favor stops, right? Watch out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it, you've ever been in a situation where you're like, yep, this thing I deal with, there, there's, people know about that, favor stops. So yeah. hey, let's not let anybody know about that because then they're probably not gonna let me speak or they're probably not gonna let me, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yes. What Definitely. would that thing be for you, Brother Kendall? Like, do you feel like, or what would you say to that? For me, I think it's like growing up in church, it was, I feel like a lot of people like struggle with like admitting that they're, they love God and like they go to church all the time and all that stuff. Like for me, I struggle with that. It was like, I would go to my friends who were all doing all these things and I wanted to be cool like them because society makes, you know, these things have value, like fame, popularity, whatever it might be. But then I'm going over there, this good Christian church boy, like, how do I fit in with you right. guys? How do I, you know, how do I have a relationship with you guys when I'm this good old church kid and you guys are off doing these cool things and have all this and that? It's like, so the thing for me was definitely being like a per se church kid and admitting that I like God is my God, like he's my God, he's my father and I'm admitting and I love him. And, you know, a lot of people don't really they think it's like weird or whatever it might be. But so that's the thing I struggle with. But now that I'm coming to a realization that it's like this is the thing that makes me that much more powerful like this is the thing that they're missing out on that I need to help them or that I that I have the ability to help them be able to have yeah so that was that's mm. mine dude I think that that's been my whole life has right. been if people really knew me if people really knew as a church kid as a pastor's kid, and I don't mean that just as in like in ministry, I right, mean growing right. up in church, like there is a part of you that you feel like you're being watched from a fishbowl. So I yeah. felt like I told myself early on, there are just some things that it's just for you and God to deal with. Like I'd make it really spiritual. And what it really was, was I was scared to be known. I'm the girl that wrote a book called Confessions of a Church Kid while having a situationship with some dude and preaching about like, we really need to like, live like this for God and like, here's my confessions while really, I was signing books with girls and guys, like guys in church coming up to me being like, thank you for your vulnerability. Being like, if they really knew my confession yeah. 11 through 20, like they're not ready for them. Oh, and it like, I feel like there's always something for me that's if people really knew. And it's only been honestly in the last, I was gonna say 18 months, 12 months that I've had the actual friendships and people to say, hey, I'm terrified to tell you this, but this is something about me that I'm scared if you know that, mm. you, won't, mm -hmm. you won't think the same of mm -hmm. me. For some reason, my words won't mean as much mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, the devil for sure knows that. That's the whole yeah. cycle of shame. Mm -hmm. But the only thing I've experienced when I actually talk about it with my friends, whatever, the, and it's been anything and everything right. you can imagine, I've been through. Mm -hmm. dealt with in that area. But when I finally talk about it with them, when I really say this is really me, mm -hmm. it's that feeling I've always actually wanted. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, it makes sense. What about you? Yeah. I, I think for me, in closing. Love it. Jerry Springer moment. Mm -hmm. In closing, our final thoughts. 
this is a big final thought. It a lot is. of pressure in episode six. Season one. But I think as I was reading through Genesis 46 and 47, and there's this moment where even Joseph feels like he has a limit um, to his favor. And so he tells his family, hey, I, I have a lot of favor. Obviously, I'm in charge of all of Egypt, but please don't tell Pharaoh your shepherds. They hate shepherds here, and that's going to block what God wants to do. And so they tell them that they're shepherds anyway, and it doesn't block it at all. And it's actually Pharaoh who says, hey, I'm going to give you the best land there is in Egypt, the land of Goshen. And so it made me think of of uh, this idea is what, is what are those things about you and I that we feel like God knows about, but if people found out about it, mm. the favor stops. And for me, all this talk of oppression and in, in, in systemic injustice and systemic racism is real um, for a lot of people. Um, but oppression, to be honest, isn't as real for me as it would be for other black people. Because what is real for me is suppression, me hiding things about my views and what I think wow. so that I'm not oppressed. Because I think if people found out about that, they would oppress mm, me. Wow. And they would. So I am not suffering from oppression as much as I'm suffering from suppression. Things about me that I change or things about me that I won't say because I don't know how you're going to respond to that. And so then now... For me, I'm on this journey where, and I believe we all need to be on this journey, where God can't heal what you won't suppress, what you keep suppressing. Yes. You're, 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 you'll be as sick as your secrets. Yeah. And so the Bible says something interesting. Confess your sins to God and you'll be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Confess your sins to others and you'll be healed. Mm. And I think there's a spirit of rejection that has hit our church, me, the city, the body of Christ, to where the enemy doesn't have to oppress us the way that he used to because we suppress everything to right. avoid being oppressed because we're so afraid of it. And I feel like God's saying, whoever you are, I can deal with even if people can't. And it's okay. I'm willing to watch your journey. I'm willing to watch you grow. I'm willing to watch you say things better. Mm -hmm. And if other people can't, that's okay. But stop suppressing. Wow. Do your best to say and do what I'm asking you to do. And if you're accepted, great. And if you're rejected, Great. Joseph's journey to acceptance was rejection. Yeah. And so now I really believe God's asking you and I to stop suppressing things, mm -hmm. to be who we really uh, are. Right. Now, hopefully, if we're being who we really are, we evolve and we transform. And it's almost like you got to be who you really are, but you can't stay who you really are. <laughs> Like every single yeah. time you get in God's presence, you should leave different. You should leave encouraged. You should leave transformed. Hopefully this conversation has transformed us to where we're closer to the image of God. But God can't transform what you won't admit and you won't say. And so there's, there's these moments where I say something and I'm like, God, how was that? And he goes, you know, and I'm like, okay, like how can I say that better next <laughs> right. time, you know? But I'm done suppressing to be accepted, you know, and that's what I got out of this. Like, if I'm a shepherd, I'm going to tell somebody I'm a shepherd. And mm. even the shepherd, the pastor, these guys aren't well. The person who just really loves and cares for people, these guys aren't really accepted. It's the person with the big church, the leader, like we, right? We, it's the leader. I'm like, you know what? If I'm just a shepherd and that means that I'm not going to be able to live in the land, then so be it. I got to find out if being who I really am will get me to where I'm called to be. Jeez. And one thing I do not wish on my worst enemy is living in the promised land, but you are not the promised person. 
I don't wish that on my worst enemy because the weight of you knowing that you are not who God says you are makes the promised land um, hell on earth. And I want to encourage you to be real, to be authentic, to tell God who you really are. Let him take all your broken pieces and make you whole um, with his peace. And I really believe if we do that, then that little thing, that little title, the little thing that we think that God will accept, but people won't. And since people won't, I want to change that about your theology. God is so good. He can accept who who other people reject and get you and position you to where he has for you. If you will be honest and authentic in his presence about about who you are and um, he can show you who he is. This is my final thought for week six of the conversation. Mm. It is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I am praying God's favor over you. And I, what I said earlier, it means in no way. Are people oppressed? Absolutely. But I think suppression is doing a great damage to the body of Christ and believers. We're hiding things so from God. We're hiding things from people um, so that we can be accepted. I believe that by God's grace, you're not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to go on that journey and be looking out for season two of the conversation that will be coming up at some point. What do you uh, think we should do? I, it's it's going to be a surprise. You're, y'all going to be really excited. I want to know what, if people want us to do something. Uh, I'm doesn't doing matter. It. Okay, oh, great. Love that. Because I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. They'll catch on. Okay, you know what I mean? That. It's kind of like, what's the show that just caught on? Like Many. The Office. The Seinfeld, Office. Exactly. Friends. It just caught on eventually. So this is going to be like this. Okay. This is going to be The Office. Yeah. This so is. this is. Exactly. The show about something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. The show about nothing. Mm-hmm. If y'all can help me thank my wonderful co-hosts, I crossed my legs for the last okay. announcement. Nice. Y'all can th- help me thank my wonderful co-hosts, Kendall, DL, driver's license, Haley. Come on now. Elise. Also DL, driver's Murphy, license, Murphy. And I am Julian Lowe. Yes. And it's I can't, awesome. it's been awesome. Amazing. I, if, I wish we could just hug and embrace, but listen, group hug. Love y'all so much. Can't wait to see you soon on next season of The Conversation. conversation. You still didn't say it. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Love you so much, and we'll see you soon on the season. See see you guys later.